Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. Today is the 14th day of March. Man, we are just about smack dab in the middle of March, and it seems like we just got here. Such is the way of life, though, right? I'm Jill. It is my privilege, my true honor, and what a joy it is to be here and reading the Word of God to us, for us, uh, individually, collectively, and we do this together in community. If you are new here, welcome. Uh, We are so grateful that you have found your way here and are a part of listening and hopefully allowing yourself to let the Word of God transform you from the inside out. We're going to continue today in the reading in Deuteronomy. We're reading Deuteronomy chapters 8, 9, and 10. And this week, a bit of a new translation for us here at Chronological. We're reading the new revised standard version updated edition. Deuteronomy chapter 8. The entire commandment that I command you today, you must diligently observe so that you may live and increase and go in and occupy the land that the Lord promised an oath to your ancestors. Remember the long way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness in order to humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commandments. He humbled you by letting you hunger, then by feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors were acquainted in order to make you understand that one does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. The clothes on your back did not wear out, and your feet did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a parent disciplines a child, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Therefore, keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in His ways and by fearing Him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams, with springs and underground waters welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land where you may eat bread without scarcity, where you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and from whose hills you may mine copper. You shall eat your fill and bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. Take care that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments, his ordinances, and his statutes that I am commanding you today. When you have eaten your fill and have built fine houses and live in them, and when your herds and your flocks have multiplied, and your silver and gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then do not exalt yourself, forgetting the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness, an arid wasteland with poisonous snakes and scorpions. He made water flow for you from flint rock. He fed you in the wilderness with manna, that your ancestors did not know, to humble you and to test you and in the end to do you good. Do not say to yourself, 
My power and the might of my own hand have gotten me this wealth. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, so that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors, as he is doing today. If you do forget the Lord your God and follow other gods to serve and worship them, I solemnly warn you today that you shall surely perish. Like the nations that the Lord is destroying before you, so shall you perish because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. Hear, O Israel, you are about to cross the Jordan today to go in and dispossess nations larger and mightier than you, great cities fortified to the heavens, a strong and tall people, the offspring of the Anakim who you know. You have heard it said, who can stand up to the Anakim? Know then today that the Lord your God is the one who crosses over before you as a devouring fire. He will defeat them and subdue them before you so that you may dispossess and destroy them quickly as the Lord has promised you. When the Lord your God thrusts them out before you, do not say to yourself, it is because of my righteousness that the Lord has brought me in to occupy this land. It is rather because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is dispossessing them before you. It is not because of your righteousness or the uprightness of your heart that you are going in to occupy their land. But because of the wickedness of these nations, the Lord your God is dispossessing them before you in order to fulfill the promise that the Lord made on oath to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Know then that the Lord your God is not giving you this good land to occupy because of your righteousness. For you are a stubborn people. Remember, do not forget how you provoked the Lord your God to wrath in the wilderness. You have been rebellious against the Lord from the day you came out of the land of Egypt until you came to this place. Even at Horeb, you provoked the Lord to wrath, and the Lord was so angry with you that he was ready to destroy you. When I went up to the mountain to receive the stone tablets, the tablets of the covenant that the Lord made with you, I remained on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. I neither ate bread nor drank water. And the Lord gave me the two stone tablets written with the finger of God on them were all the words that the Lord had spoken to you at the mountain out of the fire on the day of assembly. At the end of 40 days and 40 nights, the Lord gave me the two stone tablets, the tablets of the covenant. Then the Lord said to me, get up, go down quickly from here for your people whom you have brought from Egypt have acted corruptly. They have been quick to turn from the way that I commanded them. They have cast an image for themselves. Furthermore, the Lord said to me, I have seen that this people is indeed a stubborn people. Let me alone that I may destroy them and blot out their name from under heaven, and I will make of you a nation mightier and more numerous than they. So I turned and went down from the mountain while the mountain was ablaze. The two tablets of the covenant were in my two hands. Then I saw that you had indeed sinned against the Lord your God by casting for yourselves an image. You had been quick to turn from the way that the Lord had commanded you. 
So I took hold of the two tablets and flung them from my two hands, smashing them before your eyes. Then I lay prostrate before the Lord as before, forty days and forty nights. I neither ate bread nor drank water because of all the sin you had committed, provoking the Lord by doing what was evil in his sight. For I was afraid that the anger that the Lord bore against you was so fierce that he would destroy you. But the Lord listened to me that time also. The Lord was so angry with Aaron that he was ready to destroy him. But I interceded also on behalf of Aaron at the same time. Then I took the sinful thing you had made, the calf, and burned it with fire and crushed it, grinding it thoroughly until it was reduced to dust. And I threw the dust into the stream that runs down the mountain. At Tibera also, and at Mesa, and at Kilbroth, Hatava, you provoked the Lord to wrath. When the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go up and occupy the land that I have given you, you rebelled against the command of the Lord your God, neither trusting him nor obeying him. You have been rebellious against the Lord as long as he has known you. Throughout the forty days and forty nights that I lay prostrate before the Lord, when the Lord intended to destroy you, I prayed to the Lord and said, Lord God, do not destroy your people, your very own possession, whom you redeemed in your greatness, whom you brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Pay no attention to the stubbornness of this people, their wickedness and their sin, lest the land from which you have brought us say, because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land that he promised them, and because he hated them, he has brought them out to let them die in the wilderness. For they are your people, your very own possession, whom you brought out by your great power and by your outstretched arm. At that time, the Lord said to me, Carve out two tablets of stone like the former ones and come up to me on the mountain and make an ark of wood. I will write on the tablets the words that were on the former tablets, which you smashed, and you shall put them in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood, cut two tablets of stone like the former ones, and went up the mountain with the two tablets in my hand. Then he wrote on the tablets the same words as before, the Ten Commandments that the Lord had spoken to you on the mountain out of the fire on the day of the assembly, and the Lord gave them to me. So I turned and came down from the mountain and put the tablets in the ark that I had made, and there they are, as the Lord commanded me. The Israelites journeyed from Beeroth, Benay, Jehakim, to Moserah. There Aaron died, and there he was buried. His son Eleazar succeeded him as priest. From there they journeyed to Gudgoda, and from Gudgoda to Jotbetha, a land with flowing streams. At that time the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister to him, and to bless in his name to this day. Therefore Levi has no allotment or inheritance with his kindred. The Lord is his inheritance, as the Lord your God promised him. I stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights, as I had done the first time, and once again the Lord listened to me. The Lord was unwilling to destroy you. The Lord said to me, Get up, go on your journey at the head of the people, that they may go in and occupy the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. 
So now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? Only to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his decrees that I am commanding you today for your own well-being. Although heaven and the heaven of heavens belong to the Lord your God, the earth with all that is in it, Yet the Lord set his heart in love on your ancestors alone and chose you, their descendants, after them out of all the peoples as it is today. Circumcise then the foreskin of your heart and do not be stubborn any longer. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who is not partial and takes no bribe who executes justice for the orphan and the widow, and who loves the strangers, providing them food and clothing. You shall also love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God. Him you shall serve. To him you shall hold fast, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise. He is your God, who has done for you these great and awesome things that your own eyes have seen. Your ancestors went down to Egypt, 70 persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in heaven. I love that the title of my reading today in the translation that we're reading says at the beginning, Deuteronomy 8, a warning not to forget God and prosperity. Just let that breathe for a second. I think I would take it a step further and say a caution to all of us to not forget God in plenty. Do not forget God in enough. Because we're begging God in our lack. We're so asking him in our lack, in our want, in our desires. But we seem to forget God. And simply even enough. It's also very hard to warn people of things without any reference. For example, if you're with a group of people that have not ate in about four days and you're about to take them to the all-you-can-eat buffet and they're, they're just depleted, they're ravenously hungry and you're, you're in the vehicle and you're trying to tell them, now listen, when you get to the all-you-can-eat buffet, go slow. Don't indulge don't gorge yourself you'll get sick you'll get full fast they don't want to hear that they just want the food so to hear the caution to hear the instruction without reference is a challenge nevertheless the warning still came and they come often because they are needing constant reminders of where they came and where they're headed. I 
also quickly want to utilize the God of your story for today, but just because uh, today's reference is so beneficial. Have you ever wondered about the rules of faith? What are we supposed to be doing and in what order and by what means? What is the magic recipe we should follow that will make it all work as it's supposed to? Moses answered that question today in Deuteronomy. By way of reminder, Deuteronomy chronicles the three final discourses Moses spoke to the children of Israel, his last words of leadership. He was passionate about what he was saying because it was very important that the people remember the rules. But the rules boil down to something far more fundamental than behavior modification. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? He requires only that you fear the Lord your God and live in a way that pleases him and love him and serve him with all your heart and soul. Deuteronomy 10:12. It seems as if God's foundational desire for the children of Israel should be a little bit more complicated than this. There are so many rules, rituals, customs, and observances in the Mosaic law and so many reminders that must be obeyed. When we begin to peel the layers back, though, we begin to realize that the rules were the outer boundaries. Beyond them was a road that leads to death and destruction. The law didn't exist to cage and control the people. It existed to do exactly what Moses said it must, remind the people who they were, where they'd come from, and who God is. The Christian faith is not dissimilar. It's important to recognize that God is not interested in creating a rule-based dominance over his people. He was and is interested in a relationship. He wants to be known. If we actually do love God with all our heart, mind, and strength, the rules will become apparent and have meaning, as in all relationships. There are things we shouldn't participate in because we are in love with the Lord and unwilling to betray that love. This is how obedience takes shape in our lives. God hasn't given rules so life will be dull. He has shown us what will destroy us and allowed us to choose life. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that even in the last words of today's thoughts, we're grateful that you give us a choice. You love us so much. You give us a choice to choose you or reject you. That is freedom. So I pray that as we hear these words, God, we would consider the things in our own lives that might be displeasing to you, that would keep us out of being upright and good standing with Almighty God. We know that nothing can separate us from the love of God spoken in Romans, but we also know that sin can affect our relationship with you. So I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would convict us, bring to mind the things that you would want us to rid ourselves of so that we could come into closer 
proximity, closer intimacy with you. That's what you long for us, from us, intimacy, to know and to be known. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your conviction that that catapults us into repentance, repentance into change. We love you. We worship you. We pray this all now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible. That's home base. Check it out if you're not. That's the app. Take a look around. That is the website. If you would like to partner with us here at the Daily Audio Bible, we thank you so much for your partnership. We could not shoulder this alone, and we're grateful that we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. Or you can hit the give icon up at the top right hand corner of your mobile device. And lastly, look for the give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so, 800-583-2164. And once again, utilizing your mobile app, hit the red circle button Up at the top right-hand corner of your mobile device, you have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel over to Chronological, and she'll get to the right place. That's going to do it for me today. I'm Jill. Look forward so much to turning that page with you all tomorrow. Until then, love one another. Hi, this is Carrie, a.k.a. Jesus Girl. And I'm calling for Christine from Maryland. Sweetheart, your message just broke my heart because it's entirely too similar to my story 30, almost 32 years ago. Um, You are blessed in the fact that you are a Christian and you have met a Christian man. Um, I was not, and Mine, I was raised, my mom was a Christian, dad wasn't until after this situation, but um, I was raised where everybody was equal. My dad had had uh, people of mixed race over to our house, he'd gone hunting with them, they'd gone to church with us, and so when I met someone of a different race, I thought nothing of it, and my dad told me, I was actually already pregnant and didn't know it, but he flat out told me he never wanted to see my baby. He, when I found out, um, he told me I would never be anything more than white trash and that I would be an embarrassment to my family. But, but, um, and he did when I got pregnant again a few years later, Told me they want to see that one, and by the third one, told me he'd yell at me, but it obviously wouldn't do any good. But he loves my children. When my oldest had been home two days, she smiled at him. And it wasn't a gas smile, I was sitting there. She smiled at him. 
and he's been wrapped around her little finger ever since. So God can do a mighty work. God can heal. And I'll be praying for you, hon. God bless you. Hello, DABC community. This is Sierra from Texas. And I would really like to pray over Joy from Mexico. She called in um, from our March 2nd recording. And I'm a couple days behind, so I just listened to, yeah, I just listened to March 2nd yesterday. And um, I just felt so compelled to pray over Sweet Joy, who recently got out of a relationship. Um, so um, before I pray, though, I just want to say, Joy, that um, God has you. And when you're just reminding yourself that like you don't want him to let you go you don't want to you don't want to like fall from his arms joy he's never going to let you go and it's okay it's okay to feel what you feel and think what you think initially but remember that sometimes our thoughts are just not true and our feelings can be very deceptive um, so I just want to pray over that for you Lord God, I thank you so much for, for Joy, for calling in. Um, I thank you for just uh, having her be open and honest and vulnerable about what's going on in her life and sharing that with this amazing community. Jesus, I just want to remind Joy that you love her so much. You see her and you know her worth and her value. And of course, there is biblical evidence that explains that and explains our worth and our value. Um, in your eyes, I just pray that she holds on to, to those scriptures, Lord Jesus. I also pray, Jesus, that she remembers that when we walk with you, we will get tripped up, we will stumble. But I just pray that she, she knows that when she stumbles, that she can stumble in your direction, Jesus. You will always have her in your arms, Lord God. Thank you. Hi, DABC. My name is Kat. I come from the Pacific Northwest, a place in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And I have been with the DAB for, this is my third year through, and half a year with DABC. So this will be my first full year with DABC, and I'm excited. I've never called in before, but I wanted to call in for you, God's sunshine, and let you know that this Friday, my daughter, my two daughters, my son-in-law, my pastor and his wife, we are going to fast and pray for my 92-year-old father named Floyd, who is not saved. And we will include your grandfather, Lloyd, who is also 92. When I heard your prayer request, I had to laugh at God's timing. Plus, it made me feel like God is telling me that this is what he wants us to do. So again, I just want to say thank you, DAB and DABC. It's been great listening to the Bible. Of course, with you guys, it's changed my life. And you all have a great day. Thank you. And if you hear snoring in the background, that is my, our dogs. We have eight little fur babies in the house. But thank you for all your blessings. Again, this is Kat. And you have a great day. So this is Tilly from Florida calling on March 8th on the DABC. Um, Responding to the last caller about praying for his friend who's going through a divorce, the guy's name was Jay. Um, the one thing that immediately caught my attention as a big alert and warning was his comment about 
if the Lord doesn't come through and give him his kids, he was going to abandon the faith. So not only um, have you expressed that his marriage, you know, fell apart, but also he's in a position where he's verbally going to accuse Christ of being unfaithful for not being manipulated by him. That's a, that's a very dangerous place for a man to be. Um, the Bible calls us to love our wives, you know, without conditions. And I don't know what the situation is, but it just it just screams that he has issues that he needs to work on just as much as his wife does. So anyway, I, I'm going to leave it at that and pray for his soul that he won't go down this road of rejecting God because of God's performance. Lord, I lift up Jay to you and ask that you would uh, send your Holy Spirit to shake him up, give him wisdom to not make false accusations against you. In Jesus' name, amen.